1: Thank you for listening to this DuPont Media production, available on all major podcast platforms. This is Rod Peterson On Demand. Now, we are airing in Boston, Chicago, New
3: York, Philadelphia, Washington, D.C. How about that? Washington, Oregon, Idaho, California, Arizona, Colorado, Oklahoma, Florida, Mississippi, Alabama, Georgia, South Carolina, Tennessee, Kentucky, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Indiana, Vermont, Maine, I've been everywhere, man.
1: (laughs) This is the Rod Peterson
3: Show. It is happy Flame Tech Football Friday, everybody. Welcome to the RP Show. We are underway and in the air. Please do not leave your seats for the next two hours. Yeah. But we're not going through any turbulence here. Uh, Welcome to the warm-up of the program today. It's uh, the fastest and best two hours of sports talk in the nation But this particular point right here is the warm-up brought to you by the Four Seasons Sports Palace and uh, RP here, Darren Moose Dupont there, and we got the goat on the couch. That means greatest of all time, Lynch. Just yeah. (laughs) Hey, I agree. (laughs) <laughs> A Hall of Fame writer, broadcaster, John Frenzy will be joining us in segment two. Very humble. A lot of our regular um, crew here on the Friday of Super Bowl week is what it is. Tori Gurley, our NFL insider, will be with us to preview ch- uh, the uh, Chiefs. I almost said the Chucks. I got Charleston Hughes on my mind. Chuck, the Bucks and the Chiefs. Super yeah. Bowl 55. Tori will have the last word. Johnny Avello will be joining us the Vegas odds maker see how he's broken down this matchup not just who's going to win and by how much but all those little prop bets we've been running this week in our um, our daily polls who will have more rushing yards who will have more receiving yards who will have more passing yards Johnny will get to the bottom of all that and then a very special guest coming up near the end of the program today near the end of hour two we'll save that for a little later on but uh, are you ready dupes with the quick six show topics? Oh yeah Okay, let's go. Thank you, Director Jordan. And I'll say this. This is the best technical crew I've ever worked with. There's no doubt about it. We had an issue with the viewer comments yesterday. And while it's not entirely fixed, the world's fastest pit crew has shimmied something. They've MacGyvered something. Yeah. Don't worry about it the uh so we got comments just not the way we're normally used to so my Dale Mike's watching he says no turbulence i doubt it well mike we're trying to put people in a good mood i don't think that we, it'll go it won't go entirely smooth but let's jump to the topics then i'll get to the uh to the uh viewer comments super bowl 55 is basically here you know i was watching super bowl 55 coverage this morning on espn get up and it was it's the it's the final picks right Derek yeah. for everybody cuz that crew's not going to have another chance. We're not going to have another chance. We're going to post our picks later on in the day. Um, and even the most hardened, grizzled football vets are saying, yep, 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 yep. This is the best matchup of all time. I think so. <laughs> Isn't that great? I think so.
0: Like, you know, I'm going through, and I usually write my, my article on rodpeterson.com with my picks, and it, we're going to put everybody's picks in there this week. But I was started writing it today, Um, and I started writing all the storylines that have come up on the show. And it is. I mean, you look at, you know, young goat versus old goat, Brady and Mahomes. You know, old goat versus new goat, right? Gronk versus
3: Kelsey. Tons tons of stories. Home field advantage. There's so many storylines. It's wonderful. So 5.30 kickoff Central on uh, Sunday It's going to be? Big fun. Director Jordan writing in regarding the MacGyver fix to the comments here. He says, I may or may not have come up with it in the shower this morning. Okay. <clears throat> Point two. What's referring to? I don't know. Nobody even broke out laughing. <laughs> what an image. Okay. Thursday, NHL leftovers brought to you by Tupperware. I don't have the actual scores in front of me, but one the Habs lose to the Montreal uh, to the Ottawa Senators. What was the final score? Three, three to three, two. Three two. Yeah. Uh, I said it had to be the jerseys. It had to be the jerseys. That's what the hockey people would blame it on, right? Yeah. Couldn't have been us. It had to be this new look, this new reverse retro, which frankly I thought looked pretty darn cool. Oh yeah. The blue base with the red and white trim. Now the Habs, you're not going to win them all, right? Just doesn't help when you lose to the worst team in the league. Point two, Stutzla should have gone number one. He's playing like it. think he had a goal and two assists last night. Mm-hmm. He's really outplaying Alexi Lafreniere to this point. Just saying, Tim Stutzla kind of came out of nowhere. Oh, yeah. He really until Alex did. Trebek said his name on draft day. We didn't, we'd known who Alexi Lafreniere is for the last three years. Yep. Who is this Stutzla guy? Up until a month ago, people were calling him Stutzel and Schnitzel and... <laughs> Strudel. <laughs> Strudel, right. Oh, well, that's the coach of the Pats. <laughs> so I'm just saying, Stutzla look, is looking like the number one overall pick, should have been. Uh, point three, Vancouver looked listless. And did they get smoked by your Leafs? Yes. 7-2? Yeah. yeah. 3 So here's the thing. I was watching the Jets. I don't want to get ahead of myself, but I didn't tune in to any of the Leafs-Canucks game, but Twitter handled it all for me. Wow, are they upset on the West Coast at the Vancouver Canucks, calling for firings, calling for uh, demotions, all the rest. And it's funny. I've been in this business 30-plus years, used the term listless probably hundreds of times, never really knew what it meant. I just know that it's bad. It's got to be bad. They look listless out there. What's listless, Rod? I don't actually know. I'll Google it. So I I Googled it. Lacking energy and enthusiasm. So whomever came up with the term listless years ago, maybe it was Howie Meeker, maybe it was Brian McFarlane, They had it. They nailed it because that was Vancouver last
0: night. It absolutely was. And there's clearly a lot of talent in the Vancouver Canucks. There is. And we know Travis Green's a great coach. But there's just something missing with that group. Um, You know, not getting shots. When they had opportunities... They can score. We know that. And they did. But it's three times. But no, Toronto just outplayed him up and down the ice. Jason Spets at turning back the clock with a hat trick. He's got some renewed energy. Um, it was a it was a lot of fun.
3: I'm interrupting the leftovers for a couple comments here from Joe Lazito on Long Island. He says, Happy frenzy Friday, everyone. Because sports absolutely do matter. I just wanted to point out the American Hockey League starts this afternoon. Best of luck for as smooth a season as possible. I was like, yeah, it's February 5th. The A is starting today. It's also Don Cherry's birthday. And Billy Revnick, the owner and operator of Ultimate Fans, on one of our fine sponsors. So Great. February 5th is a big day. Jennifer Illingworth writes in and she says, loved the Jets and sends wins last night. So moving on, 2.4. Come on, Flames. I had you number one. And while I am cheering for the Jets in matchups against the Calgary Flames, can you do something out there, Calgary? Like their head coach, Jeff Ward, said after the game, we're we're soft. Is there a worse term other than listless? Soft is worse than listless. Yeah,
0: it really is. Soft is, you don't want to hear soft when you're a hockey player. You really don't. Or an athlete of any kind. It's just, yeah, it's up there.
3: Softer than baby food. (laughs) And I was on TSN 1290 this morning in Winnipeg and Troy Westwood said, what do the Flames need to do, Rod? I'm like, they have everything. If you didn't notice, they got the best goalie, Jacob Markstrom, that was available in free agency because Connor Hellebuck out-goaltended him last night. There's no excuse for the Flames being out of a playoff position as we sit here today. And point five is not well, it is NHL-related, but it's not. Wear a mask, wash your hands. Here's why: I was talking to health officials yesterday, so I didn't be the bearer of bad news. But they're saying, forget about fall. It it's looking like at least another year of this. Oh no. Yep. Health measures: fifty percent restaurant capacity, no amateur sports, and the biggest reason is because people aren't following the health and safety guidelines. That's it, and it's it's not that. <clears throat> it's because of the mutation of the virus. And I'm not a doctor. I just play one on TV. I'm not, I'm, I'm not going to get into, into their details. But it's like if people would just follow the simple health and safety guidelines, we wouldn't be looking at another year or more. There's a very good chance it'll be more. And I understand that my lifestyle is a lot different than a lot of other people's. I go to work and I go home. That is about it. Maybe go out to a restaurant at the odd time. Order in, but y'all, you never see me outside without a mask. I'm always washing my hands. I'm following the rules. I don't like it, and it just as we go along here, coming up on one year of the pandemic, less and less and less people are following the rules, Darren, and it's causing a bigger problem. Well, yeah, we're
0: not we're not tasked with making those decisions, right? It's not our job to make those decisions. We're not qualified to make those decisions, right? That's what the government and health officials do. We don't. like them or don't like them, we need to follow them, right? We can disagree with them, but we still need to follow them even while we're disagreeing with them, right? Yeah. Right. It's the only way that we're going to come out of it. Now,
3: having said all that, I don't like that there's no sports. We are a sports show, and, yeah, we can talk NHL, NFL to the cows come home, but it's not like I don't love my CFL, NLL, WHL. So if those leagues can find a way to play safely, then they should be allowed to play, not a blanket for everybody but I'm just saying, wash your hands, wear a mask, and we would be a lot further ahead here. Yeah. Kind of getting hung up on point two, so I'll move on. Point three, we're a couple of days late on this, but the NHL was late coming out with what they call their power 16 power rankings. I've whittled it into the top five. Are you ready, Darren? I'm ready. Number one, according to NHL.com writers, Tampa Bay Lightning... Two, Montreal Canadiens. Three, the Vegas Golden Knights, and I barely remember watching them play. I'm a little surprised they're that high. Yeah. Point four, the Washington Capitals. And point five, the Dallas Stars, newcomers to the top five. As we move on to point four, the RP Show, bottom five. Yeah, that seems to have a little bit of sizzle to it, doesn't it? Yeah. Somebody said you need a waist. Disposal Company to sponsor that. Yeah. The bottom
0: five. Do you know any? Or uh, I do. Or maybe you know Bronco, If the plumbing, gets gets into the bottom <laughs> yeah, five. Yeah, something
3: in the bottom of the sink. Yeah, a clean flush. <laughs> <laughs> the bottom five of the national hockey. They've got to go from bottom up. The worst Ottawa Senators. The second worst San Jose Sharks. The third worst, the preferred team of Rockstar supply chain solutions. Detroit Red Wings. <laughs> The fourth worst, sorry, Joe Lazito, the New York Islanders. Ooh. And the fifth worst, the Los Angeles Kings. Any arguments with the bottom
0: five? No, I don't like seeing the Islanders in there. I think they're better than their record. I think they're better than their spot in the power rankings, the Islanders. That's tough. And the other one I heard about, and this is not to, you know, add to the wound for, for Darnell, but... Um, Four hundred and some days since the goaltender, other than Jonathan Bernier, won a game for for they Just had Detroit. it. Just had it. Just this had week. it. Yeah, like <laughs> unbelievable. I know. Uh,
3: point five to the CFL as it is Flame Tech Football Friday. I was on Winnipeg radio this morning and West, was a Westwooder. Jim Toth put to me, did the Riders? It was Toth. Did the Riders make a mistake by not re-signing Charleston Hughes? Well, you don't need to take my word for it. Wait till John Frenzy joins us here in the next block. He's got very strong thoughts on that. He's been saying it for weeks. You don't let go of your stars, especially when it's down to a four-figure difference. I think they made a mistake. This is the sack king of the Canadian Football League. Look how happy the Argos are to have him. Look at what a fan favorite that he is. So I think it was a mistake. What do you think? Yeah, I
0: do. I do think it was a mistake. I think especially in this time where you really need your fans back, it's not about necessarily the talent on the field. I mean it is. You need to have the best team on the field. Wins is the best way to market is winning, yep. right? But you need to have the every key to mar- every you know advantage you can have marketing a football team, you need to have because you need fans in the stands. And that's familiar players, fan favorites, all of those things. Right on. So it's, it's worth so much more today than it is on a normal year.
3: Point six, WHL returned to play. Wednesday night, Jeff Merrick tweeted that there was going to be a Regina bubble. On Thursday, all kinds of WHL people were in a rush to say that report was premature. I don't know. Moose here made it, very eloquently said yesterday is this like the rod peterson cfl reports that are actually true but just premature and they eventually come to fruition or is this actually not true at all we don't know but what i was told was they've been told to plan for a bubble they've been told to prepare for a bubble but they were told not to say anything but unfortunately That's not going to happen, right? You you really only, I think, can tell one person per organization. That's it. I'm not telling the WHL how to do their business. What I'm saying is, don't expect it to be a secret. So Lynch in the car right up here says, "Are they going to play in Regina?" I don't know. That's the plan, John, but they've got a long ways to go. That's what all the WHL GMs were saying yesterday. Yeah. So our fingers continue to be crossed, but nothing's done that. that. Uh, that's the quick six show topics here for the four seasons. But the bonus points, I got a couple. The TSN cuts yesterday. Dan O'Toole, Natasha Stanishevsky, Brent Wallace, among others. A lot of guys that you haven't heard of or I haven't heard of still lost their job. Doesn't make it any less painful. Um, Jamie in... Nova Scotia writes in on the Prairie Mobile text line. He says, uh, writes us at 306-840-8777. Jamie from the 902. What a sad day it was to hear Dan O'Toole was relieved of his duties at TSN, and now there is no more Jay and Dan. Why? Bad enough. Soon to be no more Tim and Sid. But that's because Sid saw the writing on the wall, and he jumped out of that boiling kettle and joined breakfast television so the reason I put up all the posts about Dan O'Toole is he's been a good friend of mine over the years Natasha Stanishevsky, the only dealings I had with her was in the Saskatoon Saskatchewan place press box she was coming down the stairs I was going up the stairs she was reading the game notes and uh she's quiet she keeps to herself Dan O'Toole's like you know what I mean he's he out it. You don't see (laughs) Natasha at a ton of, at least I haven't. You don't see her on this banquet trail or the speaking trail or all the things that you see Jay and Dan on, right? So that's all I'm... It's not like I'm not not upset for Natasha Staniszewski, but guess what? As a guy that's been whacked a couple of times right here, you'll live to see another day. There's a very good chance this might be the best thing that ever happened to both of them. And actually, I'll give you 60 seconds in the sun because you said it in our pre-show meeting here. You want to tell the folks what you were saying to me?
0: Yeah, I mean... It becomes a sense of where your brand is and who's in control of your success, right? And at the end of the day, you want to be in control of your success. You don't want somebody else in control of your success. And clearly you've proven that, right? Because we've been able to pivot into the show and what we do on a daily basis, we're in control. You know, if we're going to have success or if we're not going to have success, it's up to us. Now it's up to those two. They've built really great brands. But they're in control of the success they have, and now they're free to freelance, to speak. But they have to now understand that they're the business, right? They are the business for themselves, and they have to now find the opportunities. If
3: anybody can pull it off, it's Dan O'Toole and Natasha Stanishevsky. Should be. Because they're that talented. If not. And they've got the experience, and they've got the brand, so they will be just fine. That's why two years ago... When I was telling everybody, when I left the Rough Riders, I'm never putting my fate in somebody else's hand again. Never. And you didn't understand what it meant by that? Now you're seeing why. That's all. Can you put the comment up from Barry Alt? He's a good friend of mine, guys, regarding the Charleston Hughes. Can you you find it? There's been a lot of comments have come in here. If Charleston Hughes says he offered a pay decrease and the riders didn't sniff, what the hell? O'Day says they made an offer and that was kind of it? Charleston Hughes is on your show, and poof, he's in Toronto a few hours later? Riders never had any intention, in my mind, but get O'Day on here to answer some questions. Oh, they've got more than enough channels to answer their own questions. That's all. I just find it interesting the way the word's coming out from the Rough Riders. You're going to be criticized. Why are they upset? Welcome to pro football. Oh, yeah. And speaking of that, Tori Gurley joins us next, and John Frenzy. We'll see you back see a little you. later. We'll see you later. Okay. This has been the warm-up for the Four Seasons Sports Palace. You're watching the RP Show on Game Plus TV Network, live daily on YouTube and Facebook, and listen live for Sudsville Service Car Wash at rodpeterson.com.
1: Head to youtube.com slash the Peterson Show now. You got to subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Hey, honey, can you get one of the kids to show me how this Twitter thing works? Honey, I need to get on Instagram. Time for more of the Rod Peterson Show.
3: Okay, welcome back, everybody. And I just will ask Tori Gurley, our NFL insider, to just hold it for about another two more minutes. Because we're going to talk about Charleston Hughes. The biggest defensive name I would suggest in the Canadian Football League is now at Toronto Argonaut. Kyle Outridge is watching in Cambridge, Ontario, and he said we are glad to have him in Toronto. And why wouldn't they be? They are going to love him. I can't now I think about him jumping around the field of BMO, sacking quarterbacks. It's a big deal for the double double blue to have Charleston Hughes. And we say good luck, Chuck. Do we ever? The guy we love. Lynch, you're not done yet saying goodbye to Charleston.
1: I'm
4: not. Uh, your buddy was great. He was a great guy here. The fans loved him. You got to do something for the fans oh, all yeah, day. You missed a boat there. This, they loved this guy. He was a heck of a guy. He's a great football player. Leading sacker in the league the last four, last four years. Hell of a guy. He's a winner, a leader for $15,000. I don't know how you couldn't see that you want to keep this guy because the fans love him. Now you got to go find yourself a defensive end. They're hard to find. I've seen x ren Jurison, uh, John Chick. They're hard guys to find these defensive ends. So you think you got somebody there? I don't know. And and, uh, I'm very disappointed about it. The guy was a heck of a guy, a real good guy to talk to, cared about Regina, wanted to live here, had a business of his
3: own. Uh, It was a bad move. All right, thank you, Frenzy. And we'll get more on this Flametech football Friday later on from Frenzy on all of this. Flametech is your industry leader in combustion services. But let's bring in Tori Gurley. And f- before we jump into Sunday's game, Tampa Bay, Kansas City, and our Super Week coverage brought to you by Original 16 Ultra Canadian Lager, superior taste with only eight calories and 2.5% alcohol. Tori, the CFL's awake, free agencies right around the corner. Your thoughts on a wild week in your former league?
2: I'm so excited for the guys, especially with Charleston. Um, can't wait to watch him play for the, for the Argos, man. They definitely need a pass rusher like him on the edge. And, you know, I'm just going to sit back and see exactly where the chips fall with the other players. But I'm, I'm really excited, man. I'm hoping that they can make this season happen.
3: And Edmonton's been busy too. One of your best friends is their quarterback, Trevor Harris. They got a new head coach, in Jamie Elizondo. They did great things in Ottawa together. They re signed Greg Ellingson, for Vincent Rogers. Now they got the Lemonator. That's exciting too. Have you talked to Harris?
2: No, I spoke with Coach Elizondo um, before he got the job, and I was just congratulating him. And um, it's one of those things that it, it all worked itself out. You know, as you can see, you have uh, Argos that are. Now the offensive coordinator for the Indianapolis Colts, you have Scott Milanovic, that's the quarterback coach, and now uh, you have coach Jamie Alizondo Eliz- as the head coach of the Edmonton Eskimo, oh, Edmonton, so that is just, that's phenomenal. I'm happy for Trevor and all the other guys because now it's still the same system that we've ran uh, in the past, and ex- I'm sorry for saying it, <laughs> we, but uh, the, the guys in Toronto as well as uh, Ottawa, and I think it's gonna be a big year. If, if they have a season, As I mentioned, uh, when we initially spoke about the CFL, I think this is going to be the year that Trevor Harris get that championship ring.
3: Hang on, everybody, because Lynch has NFL questions, but I'm not done. The fans want to talk to you. The Canadian viewers, uh, Brian Warrishin, he runs the BC Lions Den podcast. He says, pinball's getting involved in the negotiations, and I know for a fact that he was with Charleston Hughes, and honestly, that really swayed. Charleston in a lot of ways, too, wanting to go there. Pinball, as you know, could sell sugar to a baker, whatever you want to say. But uh, Craig Campbell from the Hockey Hall of Fame in downtown Toronto, here's his question. What really happened behind the Argos releasing yourself, Kevin Elliott, and Vidal Hazleton in October 2016? I remember the day, Tori. I didn't know you yet, but I woke up and saw that release, and here's what I thought. I'm like, hmm, must be a bunch of bad asses. That's what everybody thought. Here's your chance if you want, to set uh, the record straight?
2: Of course. Uh, At the time, the team was spiraling down. You know, I was coming off an injury, and um, unfortunately, some things that the media did catch of me while I was playing, it was showing that intensity that I was always fired up. And Coach Milanovic and the, the staff of the Toronto Argos were able to use that against guys like myself and Kevin Elliott and, and Vidal, Hazelton and they end up pushing us out of the door to save themselves. You know, if you look at, if you look at what happened the remainder of the year, they struggled to win a game and everybody would have thought it was because of us, but it showed that the team wasn't they weren't performing at that at that peak level so instead of, you know, having guys like themselves to be on the to be fired, they just decided to get rid of us to be the scapegoat. But that's part of business. I respect it. Um, you know, I, I have nothing but good things to say about those, uh, my teammates that I had in, in Toronto and even the people in the staff, you know, things happen and that's just part of sports. But, um, I hate how the three of us were perceived to be guys that didn't care about playing football, because if you go out and go, what well, if anybody that watched us play, they saw that there were, we were a bunch of guys that got after. It. So, um, that's how the, that's how it works itself out. But Hey, we're all doing well in life. And you know, I wish, you know, people in Toronto will.
3: Yeah, no, That's the whole thing. It's not personal. You got to get over it. You got to move on. And you have. And you know what? It always works out better for all of us. Right, Tori, Dallas for checks watching. He says, uh, sugar to a baker, sand to the Saudis, ice to an Eskimo. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever you want to say. Listen, we'll come back to the viewer questions, Tori. It is super week. Super Bowl week. Lynch, what do you got? Here regarding the big game on Sunday.
4: Well, Tori, I got to ask you about that offensive line of the Kansas City Chiefs. It's, to say it's injury riddles is an understatement. Both guards are out, and one of the tackles, three starting offensive linemen, will not be playing in the Super Bowl for the Kansas City Chiefs. How big a plus is that going to be for the, the, the Buccaneers?
2: That definitely matters. I'm not having our offensive line in. To protect Patrick Mahomes, that that's that's going to be extremely difficult because he really depends on uh, being able to escape, get out of the pocket, and make second reaction throws. So now, with you having backups in the game, you know, JPP and Shaq Barrett have done a great job of, of wreaking havoc. And as I mentioned the week before, uh, well, two weeks ago when they played the Green Bay Packers in the NFC Championship game, the Bucks do have a front seven that can get after you. So that could really... Uh, put a damper on what the Chiefs want to do offensively when it comes to big plays downfield because now you can't hold the ball as long as you would if you had your starters in a game.
4: I, you know, one or two alignment, but three offensive linemen. And they're really third stringers in a couple of cases there, or virtually third stringers. I shouldn't say it like that, but they haven't had a lot of experience playing, let's put it that way, certainly in big games. So to say it's a big game for those three guys is the understatement, eh? Yeah,
2: and you're playing in the Super Bowl. You know, yeah. like you really didn't have that many reps throughout the year, and now you're getting ready to get somebody's ultimate and best performance. I mean, you think about it. If you if you had a chance to play in the Super Bowl tomorrow on Sunday, as old as you are, you'll be able to get it done. You'll, you you, <laughs> you you got at least a couple of plays in you to go out there and be great. So imagine going against someone that's primed and ready for this. So um, I would be very careful when it comes to backing the Kansas City Chiefs in this game because yes, it's easy to look at the, the skilled players on a perimeter, but the games are won and lost in the trenches.
3: Tori, there is so much. If you just dissect the rosters about this football game, like for instance, Le'Veon Bell wanted out of New York. He got it. And now he's in the Super Bowl. AB. We don't need to go through his history. Leonard Fournette wants out of Jacksonville. He gets out and he only goes to the Buccaneers like, there's a lot of messages coming out of that. For instance, you could take a troubled child and make him fit into your locker room, right? Like your thoughts on the malcontents that are going to take to the field here Sunday.
2: That just lets you know in sports. You know, we just mentioned that with the Toronto organized. Oh, Vidal, Kevin Elliott, and Torrey Gurley. They're bad teammates but you go to another team and play well and make it to the Super Bowl. So it, it happens all the time in sports. And that's why guys like you know me and you in this industry being in the media we give guys the opportunity to clear their name to you know to share their side of the story because so many years ago it was only one side where it was coming from the front office so now with the players having a voice it just shows that you know sometimes that team just doesn't have the right chemistry or the right fit and that guy just needs opportunity to go play elsewhere
4: Do you think the lack of crowds there, the lack of people being there right now because of the the, uh, epidemic, uh, is going to affect the players as far as the atmosphere going on the field? Of course, they've been playing with no crowds all year long, but this is the big game the Super Bowl. They expect the big crowds. of them that's been there before, which most of them have, I think a lot of them have anyway, it's huge crowds, it's just an unbelievable atmosphere, and it's going to be, I don't see a boring atmosphere, a dull atmosphere, there won't be anybody cheering that much. Uh, do you think that's going to be a big factor?
2: No, it's going to be extremely loud, um, even though it's just going to be twenty around 25,000. Uh, that's going to be the biggest crowd that all those teams have played, played with this year, so it's going to be huge. And also, you have an opportunity to etch your name in history for the rest of your life and beyond, where you are in football immortality with being a Super Bowl champion. It can be one person or one million people. For that one game, guys are going to go above and beyond because this is it. You know, Tom Brady, was he's been the only guy that can say, hey, I've been to this thing, you know, eight or nine, maybe ten times, but everyone else, this might be their one bite at the apple, and you want to make sure that um, you get a big piece. You come, you leave with those carrots on your hand.
3: Uh, Tori, I don't know, do you want to take a stab at this? Ivan Diablo is watching on our YouTube feed. He's got a couple of questions. How do you compare Charleston with – Sean Lemon like I believe Edmonton was in on Charleston Hughes this week and then they signed Sean Lemon and obviously they were out how comparable are they do you think
2: I would say with Tra- he, Charleston he's a guy that's more experienced you know uh Sean Lemon is still um scratching the surface of how great he could be you know it was someone that's just playing off ability but Charleston he's more of a technician so he's been in the game longer and he just knows how to get up runner- uh, different offensive tackles and, and get sacks, but both guys are, you can't go wrong with either or because you know, Lemon Drops had it had a hell of a run and it's still just going. So, um, and you know, I'm happy for both guys and I can't wait to watch them, you know, kick off whenever the season happens. You played with Lemon, right? Yeah, I played with Sean Lemon and the guys just, I mean, I watched him just really give our offensive linemen hard times where he understands leverage, but he was still learning. You know, that was the thing about it. Like he and I were sit down and talk to each other about different moves and releases. And we're just kind of going back and forth, but watching um, Charleston for so long, he's been, he's a vet. So he knows how to rush the passer.
3: I got to get a comment in here from Norway. Trent's watching. Trent says came in late because of family errands, but I stand by my prediction of Tampa Bay winning in the last minute. Home field advantage is a place, even with a reduced crowd regarding Arbuckle and Nichols in the CFL the question of chemistry with teammates will come up if a 2021 season happens. Have a great weekend, everyone. It's not going to come up. Matt Nichols never played it down with the Argos, so now he just goes to Ottawa. Nick Arbuckle never played it down with the Red Blacks, and now he's going to line up with the Argos. I don't think there's no more chemistry depending on where they're at. They're new quarterbacks to new teams. But having said all of that, uh, Tori, it's a good point by Trent. Just in the last week in the Canadian Football League, and I'm going to get to the Goff-Stafford trade too, but how do you feel about how that went down with Toronto and Ottawa exchanging quarterbacks without really formally making a
2: trade? That's how wild this business is. It, it, you know, it's out of your control and that's why I never have a problem when a player wants to find an opportunity to get out because a team could just drop you and just like that, in the snap of a finger, you're not even on the roster anymore. So, you know, I hope it works out best for both of those QBs.
3: I just realized we're almost out of time. So a quick thought on the Goff-Stafford trade. Who won it?
2: Oh, Stafford. You know, he's getting he gets to play with Sean McVay and all those weapons. He, they're going to be good.
3: All right. I love it. Quick and dirty, to the point. Tory Gurley's appearances along with John Frenzy's brought to you by Wheaton Kia. You can find them in North Regina at the corner of Albert and Avenhurst. Enjoy the game, sir. And uh, con- congratulations on all the uh, recruiting prospects that you've signed up with your guys too. Do you want to tell our viewers what you're doing there?
2: Yes. Well, I have two things. One, I'm sorry I'm speaking a little different. I just had, uh, had some work done where I have these braces in my mouth, the Invisalign, so I'm getting used to talking. You're so fine. That's why I sound a little different. But um, Home Field Advantage is a company that my wife and I, we set up, and it's to help young men out when it comes to recruiting, if it's Division One, Division Two, or Division Three. And it's been extremely gratifying to help these kids get looks. You know, I have guys from freshmen in high school to seniors in high school, and we're helping them get scholarships. And, it, you know, it's great. Um, you can sign up at torygirley.com. If you, if you have someone that's interested that they have the ability to play at the next level, we'll take a look at them. If, and if so, we can get the ball rolling. What's your prediction for Sunday. Woo! Give me the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Yeah, I'm going with Tom Brady. By. By by oh, how I'm just much? Taking the win. I, yeah, I, I, I'm <laughs> straight just, up. The, yeah, the, <laughs> yeah. They're gonna You're not going to say.
3: Not going to say on the trophy. What? Uh, by how much? All right, Tory Thanks for this, man. Enjoy the weekend.
2: All right. Thanks for having me.
3: Another guy that's got the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. We'll take a break and come back with our CFL report. Our Sports update and viewer takeover. You're watching the RP show brought to you on Fridays by flame tech and Wheaton Kia on game plus television live daily on YouTube and Facebook and listen live for suds, full service car wash at RodPeterson.com.
1: Head to youtube.com slash the rod Peterson show. Now you gotta subscribe, click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Did you know you can catch all the best moments from the show on all our social media platforms? Now back to the studio with Rob.
3: Welcome back, everybody. The uh, Kinsmen Telemiracle fifty fifty raffle lottery is live. Look at this—jumped another ten plus thousand dollars overnight. And we thank you, Kinsman Telemiracle, to coming to us to help you promote this first ever fifty fifty because of COVID. You it's wreaked havoc on the world. And for those that don't know outside this province, what Telemiracle does—the Kinsman Foundation is. Helping people every day improve their quality of life and independence through gifts of mobility equipment and medical travel assistance. As a lifelong Saskatchewan guy, we've all been touched by Kinsman Telemiracle with the gifts that they've given to people that we know. Lynch, you would be included in that, right? Yep. You know people that have benefited oh, from definitely. the Kinsman, money raised through the Telemiracle. So, anyways, the you can purchase tickets at, at uh, Telemiracle5050.ca. You can purchase one for $20, five for $50. 20 tickets for $100 or 100 for $250, and time is actually running out. The draw will be made February 26th and announced on February 27th, just prior to Tell a Miracle 45 on CTV. Get your tickets this weekend, tellamiracle5050.ca. To the Prairie Mobile text line, I'm just going to read these. I'm not necessarily going to uh, debate them. From Ken in Saskatoon, Charleston Hughes' release will most likely go down in history for O'Day, like Dressler and Chick being released by Ken, by Chris Jones. That's from Ken in Saskatoon. And from Brady, hey, Rod, Chiefs win 37-34 this Sunday. Sad to see Charleston Hughes go. One hell of a teammate, player, and human. And says Raptors about to get clapped by the Nets. Okay, well, I wasn't even thinking about the Raptors, but Brady is. You watch that game and report on us for it, Brady. How's that sound? Metal shingle guy writes in, and he says, When Leonard, Jeter, or Bishop come off the edge and get a sack, it will be Charleston who? O'Day needs some proven linebackers. Spend the money there. So there you go. And, And another one, by the way, Regan from the 780. He says, Regan from Alberta, Canada. Just want to get you guys' thoughts on the North Division and who you think is going to take the division. I'm still sticking with Calgary. I'm sorry. Lynch, who's going to win the Scotia North Division, the number one team? Who will win it? I think Edmonton's going to win it. (laughs) I think they will, and don't laugh at me. It's a little early to be drinking, isn't it?
4: (laughs) They're going to straighten things out. That guy's still going to coach. Tip he it. was. I agree. He was too good. I mean, he knows I what's agree. going on there. And, and Kenny what? Kenny, what's the, well, the um, GM's name? Kenny, Kenny uh, Holland. He's good. Well, they're fantastic, yeah. but the players has got to play. No kidding, but you got the two best players in hockey. Not two of the best. The two best. Sure to
3: God, they can work on another. Get one more line. One more line to be effective. That's all they need. The viewer named Hockey writes in and says, Can Americans buy tickets? No, you have to physically be in Saskatchewan. So get somebody in Saskatchewan to purchase tickets under your name. Send them the cash, and you have to be 19 years of age and over. Again, it's telemiracle5050.ca. To the sports update, Mason Appleton scored twice to lead the Winnipeg Jets to a 4-1 win over the Calgary Flames at Bell MTS Place. Kyle Connor and Mark Scheifele had the other goals for Winnipeg. Calgary forward Johnny Hockey had his nine-game point streak snapped in the loss. Jason Spezza was in 2008 mode at Scotiabank Arena. The 37-year-old recorded the eighth hat trick of his career and first in nearly five years as the Maple Leafs undressed the Vancouver Canucks 7-3. Vancouver's lost three in a row. Rookie Tim Stutzla had a goal and two assists, and the Ottawa Senators snapped a nine-game losing skid with a 3-2 victory over the Montreal Canadiens at Centre Bell. Americans Matthew Nismith and Mark Hubbard share the first-round lead at the Waste Management Phoenix Open after opening with eight under 63s. Adam Hadwin of Abbotsford, B.C. is the top Canadian, following a four under 67. Corey Connors of Listowel, Ontario, is two under, while Abbotsford's Nick Taylor is one under. This sports update is for Ballers Rec Room. Call ahead and reserve your table for Super Bowl 55. Seating and space, of course, is limited. And for Red Bull Canada, Red Bull gives you wings. Hang on. A more expanded viewer takeover is next. You're watching a Flame Tech Football Friday right here on the RP Show on Game Plus TV Network, live daily on YouTube and Facebook, and listen live at rodpeterson.com.
1: Head to youtube.com. No question about that. You got to subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Send us your opinions now. We won't victimize you unless you really deserve it. Now, back to your host, Rod Peterson.
3: Welcome back to the RP Show, everybody. We got so much to get into. A wonderful comment here from Joe Lazito. We love him, don't we, Lynch? Sure do. Great guy. On Long Island, watching on the TDS cable. He says, I get more hockey coverage in a two-hour episode of the Rod Peterson Show than I get in New York in a month. Plus, most of the hosts here know nothing about the sport. Plus, Rod talks all levels of hockey. As far as CFL coverage, there is less than zero down here. And now you wonder why a third of our audience is American and growing. By the way, Jessica Dracul in Winnipeg's watching. Can you put up her comment? I'd like to address it. I, uh, Jessica, where have you been? Can I say I love you and not freak you out or everybody else? She has not been around the show for a while. She says, as a Jets fan, I hear the Jets are horrible, so Flames should be concerned about losing to them. Jessica, I know you're more of a Bomber fan. <laughs> so this is what Paul Maurice was addressing this week. It was, it was that clip. Who was the coach that said, all the negativity in this town sucks? Do you remember that? It was the old Vikings coach, and that's kind of what Paul Maurice was getting off his chest this week. We're 7-3-1, third place in the Scotia North Division, which might be the toughest division in the National Hockey League. Good division. And you hear that the Jets are horrible? They're not horrible at all. And they took two or three off the flames this week and schooled them last night. So while the Jets aren't my team, I'm still in the Jets' corner. My team is Canada's team, the Vegas Golden Knights. And Lynch, by the way, you want to talk about the WHL bubble in Regina you yeah. don't you just mention that, if you don't it's mind? It's great. Double H bubble. Could be a bubble in Regina, so the Western Hockey
4: League, uh, Saskatchewan and Manitoba teams can play hockey this year. 24-game schedule, I believe. Regina is the ideal place for the bubble because of the extra rink. We have the Cooperators' rink over there with six, six extra yeah. rinks, and they're great. Beautiful ice out there. My grandson played a lot in that ice. I've been there quite a bit. It's a great facility. It's a natural for the whole, uh, whole situation, and the arenas are close to each other, so The whole thing is just a sensational setup, and I I think it's a good idea. Let's make it happen, okay, you guys? Let's just not talk about it. All talk no action is driving people crazy.
3: I know, but the only thing is I'm giving the hockey people a pass for spilling the beans on the bubble just because they're so excited. It's like health people, don't get upset that this slipped, or even the league people. These guys have been sitting on their butts for 10 months, and they're just excited. So let's make it happen, and let's play some hockey. Jessica. Writes back in, I love you too. There's been no football. I've been working a lot. Well, don't just think your absence has not gone on unnoticed around here. <laughs> and John in Winnipeg, John Ohm. Um, Ohm. Um, Where is he? He oh. says he's been working too much too. Everybody in Winnipeg is working. Craig Smith, our director of scouting. Liked the way the Jets played last night. Even the fourth line. Go Jets. Here's the one thing that Jim Toth and I put our heads together on TSN 1290 this morning and realized. The Jets are the fastest team in the National Hockey League. I don't think there's any doubt, but they need to remember the neutral zone goes both ways. You can go fast both ways. You know what I mean? You don't have to just go fast towards the other end's net. You can come back to your own net, too. But those fans in Winnipeg now, you
4: know Winnipeg fans, they are very touchy, very spoiled. They want the so best. spoiled. They want the spoiled.
3: Worth, they've never won a Stanley Cup, Lynch.
4: I know, but they they've come close. It's been very frustrating, and they've lost at the end in the after and in the series, and
3: it's 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 hard. Robert and Prince Albert says uh, the cost on the WHL bubble would be huge. Maybe that's dot dot dot. Yeah, you got cut off, but well, somebody's going to have to pay for this, and that's why I say. Kudos to the W.H.L. owners and governors that are putting their balls on the table here. And they're saying we want to play for our players and our staff. It's what we hope the CFL does in 2021, too. They're saying forget about the cost. We're playing because it's for the best of the league and the sport. <clears throat> Anyways, CFL report, speaking of. The Toronto Argonauts significantly upgraded their defensive line on Thursday, signing CFL veterans Charleston Hughes and Cordero Law. We already know the Chucky story, so we'll talk about Cordero. His playing rights were acquired in a trade with the Calgary Stampeders earlier this week. The 32-year-old was due to become a free agent next week. The five-year CFL veteran has 32 sacks in 48 career CFL games. So that ain't bad, Lynch. It's yep. almost won no. a game. No. So, the signings were the latest big moves by the Argos in a busy week. The team signed quarterback Nick Fatty Arbuckle yeah. after cutting fellow pivot Matt Nichols and acquiring Eric Rogers. That was a pretty silly event, those two quarterbacks switching. I know. but uh, we've well, we got to talk about that. Hang on. The Winnipeg Blue Bombers have signed American receiver-returner Janarian G- Grant to a one-year contract extension. He is explosive. Pew. He led the the Bombers with 591 yards and three for, on uh, 41 punt returns, three for touchdowns in 2019. He returned two punts for touchdowns in his Bombers debut August 29th against Calgary. Remember that? Yeah, sure, do. I was calling out Stan Peters special teams coach Mark Killen that day, and then I realized wait a minute, Mark wasn't on the field. (laughs) <laughs> he wasn't the one that was out of his lane. He was great. The Edmonton football team has agreed to terms on a one-year extension with two-time CFL All-Star offensive lineman, Sir Vincent Rogers, who is a heck of a friend of this show. So anyways. Love that name, eh? Sir Vincent Rogers. He's been knighted. Sir Vincent Rogers. For what, though? <laughs> uh, hey, John in Edmonton says, Does Frenzy think the CFL will play this year with fans or without fans? Can you hang on? And we'll start Hour 2 with that, plus re-upping the quick six. And uh, Johnny Avello, Vegas uh, sports odds maker, will be joining us as well. So just tell you, you can shoot your comments into us through YouTube and Facebook, as well as on the Prairie Mobile text line, 306-840-8777. So stick with us, everybody. Hour 2 is coming up across the Game Plus TV network. Ten provinces and 31 states are so right here on your favorite
1: digital platform. Head to YouTube.com slash The Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. For more Rod Peterson on demand, visit RodPeterson.com.
0: Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich.